Listeners, this is Coil. And if you plan to visit Las Vegas or live here as a local, this is the perfect podcast to find businesses off and on the strip. Tune in as I interview small business owners and entrepreneurs that run and operate their business here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Real Vegas, real topics, real business with real owners. Visit Vegas Places. Welcome to Wrestling Fan Insight Wednesday Night Chaos. I am your host, Carlos Estrada. Um, looks like I might be going solo tonight. I don't know if we're going to have a crowd. Oh, we got people coming in. Hold on one second. Hey, Chris, how are you? Sage Dub, Paleville, Get a Lot, EnvyStream702.com, the only place you should ever watch anything. I'm well. How about yourself? Good. I'm glad to see you. I, but last time I, I've been gone a couple weeks in the. You haven't been on the Sunday ones lately, so I'm glad. glad to have yeah, back, what's uh, up with the to... Sunday during the end of the NFL games? I'm, I'm still not understanding the timing. You know, it's just one of those things where it's like you know we don't because we used to always do our shows on Sundays. Like when whenever when we were before we joined Sage, we were doing our shows at twelve o'clock on Sundays. Then John moved it to twelve thirty. And even though football's still going on, we just want it. We just want to continue with them. I mean, it is what yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, no, no. It's, it's it's your deal. You can do it. I mean, but I'll, I'll probably try and be better in attendance uh, once the NFL season's over. It's all good. Um, and then I just wanted just people tonight. If I, if I I'm still getting over cold, so if I start coughing up a lung, um, I'll try to meet myself. But again, the show must go on. So again, if I if I'm coughing up, I, my apologies already. Um, but yeah, so we, again, like Chris said, we are part of the Sage Network. Um, we're currently we're currently live on um, X Space, um, and then later on wherever wherever you guys listen to us on your favorite podcast uh, outlet, um, or on, even on um, or on you guys watch us on YouTube, Facebook. We just appreciate you guys' support. I'm uh, wishing everybody happy holidays, and you know, again, hope hope you guys get everything you want this holiday season. Um, before I go, get on to the show, I just kind of want to give out best wishes to Elia Dragunov. It, it looks like they were filming. Um, they're filming matches for for um, NXT, and it looks like he got hurt. And some people online are saying it's storyline. Um, his opponent was, was Ridge Holland, and I, I just I really hope that WWE wouldn't be that tone deaf to have him in a match with Ridge Holland and have him get hurt storyline wise, because because the fans are going to come after Ridge Holland. Um, I hope it is storyline driven, but if not, you know, I just wish the best for Elia Dragunov, and also just looking wishing best wishes for. Um, for Ridge Holland's mental health, because I know it's not going to be, it's not going to be, um, I said it's happened, but he's had a lot, you know, and I, I love Ridge Holland. So, but, um, I just don't know how to feel about that. Um, but just, it was best wishes for all that. I hope that it is just storyline and so forth. Um, did you get to watch, did you get to watch dynamite? Have you done your homework today? I did my homework today. Nice. I understood the assignment. Good, yeah, good. No. For, for once I'm alert and awake and I'm also uh, prepared for class. Nice. Awesome. So, I just give you a little ahead of time because depending on um, other people not joining us, I was going to do predictions for um, for Ring of Honor's show on Friday, Final Battle. So just give you a little heads up if you want to research that a little bit. Um, I kind of wrote down the matches that have been announced already, um, but I just depend on who comes in here. Um, do that. Talk a little bit about Raw, um, NXT as well. But let's get started. So 
Um, I thought this was a good episode of Dynamite. My one criticism for the show, and again, we'll get into this more, is I just I wish there would have been le- one less qualifying match on this, and 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 one of those qualifying matches should have been on Rampage, and we should have seen we should have seen Christian with 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 um with um a, a follow up from next week. Yeah, you, you had that you had that big big close for last week's show, and there was no follow up for this week, you know, and that's something where, again, like, that's how they lose so much momentum because they do these great payoffs and there's no follow-up. So, I, for me, I wish we would have saw one less match on the show, and I wish there would have been a, there wish there would have been time to, to give Christian and Nick Wayne's mom, you know, or or even Ed, Adam Copeland, there should have just been more of a follow-up on that. If they follow up on, on Collision, that's cool, but for me, that's the one thing that was missing for this show. I just And again, to me, if they're going to follow up on Collision, I just wish they would have announced it. Because this is this is why they this is why all these stories like lose their momentum. And again, I believe in Edge and Edge and or Adam Copeland and Christian enough that I know they'll get it going. But you you dedicate all this time that was the main event, and to not give them any kind of time to like get to continue the story and for her to explain her actions and to kind of show which side she was on, you know, just to me that that's the one thing I, I didn't really like that was missing from the show. Um, but other than that, so let's go over the show. So this started with Hangman Adam Page. Um, it starts with Samoa Joe coming out for an interview. Hangman hey, Adam Page comes out. Samoa Joe and him have a conversation. It was a good promo. Again, Samoa Joe's a good, great, one of their best promos in there. Um, then it led to the match where Hangman Page defeated Roderick Strong. Um, the next match we got was on there was Andrade defeating Brody King, which again was a, was a nice surprise. Um, then we got a promo between the Golden Jets, Ricky Starks, and Big Bill. Um, quick shout out to Ricky Starks. We're going to get into this more, but Ricky Starks, I think, owned Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega in that promo. Um, Riho defeated Ruby Soho, the Natalia of, of AEW, sad to say. Um, Ruse defeated Jay Lethal. Um, JY defeated Mark Briscoe. And then the and then, and then we had John Moxley defeat Swerve, which was it kind of it was a happy surprise for me. Um, then Hangman was attacked at the end by the Devil's Henchman, and he was put through a glass, <laughs> through a glass uh, windshield. And again, and for me, and it sucks, but anytime I use glass in AEW, I'm gonna always think about CM Punk and saying Jungle Boy. It's never, it's never. And then again, and of course, it's Hangman Page, who we all know CM Punk had troubles with. So again, it's for me. It was that just takes me back to that right away. Um, but yes, yeah, so what did you think overall about the about the show? And then we can talk about it more in detail. Uh, yeah, uh, I had it muted for a lot of the uh, time, so it's possible I missed some things on commentary. Um, but yeah, uh, having a little uh, part, uh, segment on uh, Adam Copeland and Christian probably would have uh, kept that fresh in viewers' minds. Um, but the end reaction was uh, good, so uh, overall, thumbs up. What else were you watching that you had it on mute? Or what were you doing? No, no, I was in a Twitter space and uh, oh, gotcha. So yeah, cool, cool. But yeah, that's, and so and so for me, the thing too is like just going into Carnival Classic. Like I think this is this was a good, um, it was a good way for them to get back to basics. But for me, even right now, so you had you had John Moxley defeat Swerve, and again, if I'm putting my predictor hat on, my Booker prediction hat, I think we're getting John Moxley versus Eddie Kingston in the finals, um, which will be which will be good. Um, but to me, it should have been Swerve, you know, and so, um, and then to me, I don't, I don't, so, you know, did you hear anything about the rules? Because now, if John Moxley, if, if Swerve wins next week and John Moxley wins, 
Is it is it, or if John Moxley has to lose? So and so, I guess if they tie, does the tie go to to John Moxley because he beat Swerve? Have you heard anything about that from the rules? Yeah, I don't know what the rules. I mean, I yeah. assume if you're undefeated, I I kind of looked at it and my the thought process was when I first saw the uh, two groups uh, revealed that you've got former world champions, or at least even though he's not an AEW former world champion you've got uh brian on one bracket and uh moxley on the other bracket is kind of being the two people that i see as main event pay-per-view stars you know people you could have main event uh, a wrestlemania or you know the biggest show for aew um and so not that i spend a lot of time fantasy booking it but if you've got uh, Brian Danielson retiring in a year, having him at least come out of his group to me made sense. And maybe then you get a BCC, you know, BCC finals. If Because how does it work? Just the top person out of each group faces each other? Yeah, correct. So the, so the winner out of group A and the, or group red or blue or whatever they're calling it. Yeah, yeah. So, so I thought gold would be Moxley. And maybe I'm wrong, and maybe it's not going to be uh, Brian from the other group. Um, but, you know, if I got half of the predictions right, given how many people were in it, you know, out of 12, you know, I, that that's just where my thought process was. But I, I didn't spend a lot of time kind of figuring out all the, you know, three points for a win, one point for a draw permutations and combinations. And I'm with you. Like, when I first saw the brackets too, like to me, I thought Danielson was going to win. You know, and, and I thought same thing with him and Moxley. But then when they had Eddie Kingston lose like his first three matches, and I feel like they're kind of building this redeem this um, like he's coming from behind. So I, I feel like it's going to be. And again, we and we've seen. We and again, we've already gotten um, Moxley and Danielson in AEW. That's how that's how we got the formation of the BCC. Um, so I guess so I, I mean I personally want to see Eddie and and Moxley. But at the same time, I would, I would, I would like to have more of a promo battle between those guys and, and have more heart into it than just having it be the finals of a, of a, of now, a tournament. Now, now, what happened with Kingston putting his belts on the line? Is that? I mean, I, I didn't. It didn't really make sense. So, so, the, so the whole thing was when Kingston first entered the tournament. He he just he gave a promo about if he wants to be a fighting champion. And so, yeah. and so he, he wants to put, so he's going to enter the tournament and he wants to put, and he just kind of said, he's going to put both his titles on the line that's in the what, tournament. That's what so, I heard. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and so now, and so now the thing is, is like, so they're creating kind of like, I guess what, I guess one of the titles in New Japan and Nasty Roy, thanks for joining us. If you want to jump in, if you know more yeah, about this than I do, yeah. you can feel free to jump in on this. Um, but there's some ties, there's some, there's a certain, there's a certain title in New Japan that was that pretty much was a formation of three different titles combined, and that's what we're going to be getting with this. So, so when it's all said and done, I believe the Ring of Honor title and then the New Japan Strong title are going away, and they're going to be in, they're going to be intertwined with this new champion that's being crowned from this tournament. And I don't know what they're going to call the belt yet or call the championship yet, but it's going to be oh, it's going to be like okay. a trip. It's going to be but it's it's going to be a triple crown. Got yeah okay I, I see uh, so he doesn't drop the belts when he loses within the tournament just at the end yeah I I I, I I I get what you're yeah. saying I I because it, it seemed like he had not gone undefeated in the tournament so maybe I missed him handing over the belt 
but if that didn't happen, I didn't miss it. No, you just put you just put them on the line for the for the tournament winners. But it, but to me, it just yeah, it, it, it did look so did, yeah correct. Yeah. But it did look good to me got when it, you have when it. you have when you have a when you have a champion representing two different companies and he loses the opening match of the tournament. <laughs> I didn't say well, yeah. I didn't understand yeah. is if the, if the belts were on the line in the tournament and he loses in the first round. Is not the other guy the new champion of the of those? Like, granted, I don't put a whole lot of stock in things that are not the top belt, but even still, I'm an Eddie Kingston fan, and you know, but but then it makes sense if it's not until the end of the tournaments that uh, I, I I understand what you're saying now. Yeah, and to me, like, and again, to me, I think the thing that I'm excited about this as a wrestling fan. Is that it's showing to me like that they, that they have such a strong working relationship with with New Japan, and so for me the fact that you're seeing New Japan and, and AEW combine together, you know their titles, I think that's that's a good sign for the wrestling businesses in a whole, and I think that's why you'll see a lot of these guys like the Will Ospreay staying with with they staying within the family, and they'll come over with AEW because they can still wrestle for New Japan. And I just think that it makes them a lot stronger. It makes them a lot stronger. So I think this combination of these titles is a good thing. And from my understanding, again, Lee Rick and Jump, if I'm wrong, I feel like the New Japan, the New Japan strong brand has almost has kind of been like Rocky Romero's baby. I don't really feel like the New Japan people get too involved in that. It is their U.S. brand of of New Japan. So so I think that this is just a chance for them to represent the New Japan in the, in the United States, even though the title does go overseas sometimes. But the New Japan Strong is their United States brand of, of their of their brand. And so I think this is I think it's a, it's a smart move. I think I think, it, again, it's just it kind of brings corporate synergy. You know, I think like, you know, just having a brand that represents them. And I think it's good for for all the brands, but for me, I, I just want to see the title. I want to see the title defended on Ring of Honor and New Japan. I don't want to be seen on, on, like being brought as another world champion on AEW. Um, that's kind of where my thoughts are at. Um, so yeah, so let's get into this card again. You guys can raise your hand or talk whatever you want. So the opening match we had Hangman Page versus defeating Roderick Strong. Um, again, this is a match that was cool because again, this is the kind of match that. I've been wanting more in the in the in AEW was again. I feel like it was a match that both guys needed the victory. Um, I'm okay with Hangman Adam Page winning, but at the same time, you've been building this great. The, you've been giving all this time again, real estate. We'll just call it real estate. You know, real estate to Roger Strong. You know, with his promos and everything else, and then you have a chance to elevate him, and you just have to lose to to Hangman Page. I didn't like that. I feel like Roger Strong should have won this match because I just feel like I feel like there's not, there's nothing you had to lose with having Hangman and lose this match, and I feel like Roger Strong should have been developed and should have been he should have won this match um, just to kind of build him up better and have him have him be more taken seriously in the main event picture in AEW. Um, what are your guys' thoughts about that match, if any? <laughs> I have no thoughts that I didn't see it. All right. Oh, you didn't get to watch the show? Oh, I saw the show. I just didn't get to see the first couple of matches. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so the next match we had was Andrade defeating Brody King. Um, for this match, again, for me, if, if Tony Conste is consistent with how he's booking Andrade, 
I really hope I really hope that Andrade considers staying with AEW and he doesn't go back to WWE because the thing is is these the the, the AEW fans have shown him love. He's over he's over as as a, as a face, and so for me, if he's getting this kind of reaction, if if he's getting booked on show on TV every week, if he's getting to go work with CMML CMLL, I hope I hope that he considers staying with with AEW because I don't see him being a world champion in WWE. I really don't. Um, I again, like him. I like I liked him. His recent match with Joey Janela uh, this past weekend. Uh, he was in. He's going to be. I think he's got two more dates. I think. Uh, for GCW. So I, I like that shit. Um, uh, yeah, I, I like how he's just popping up places though. Like you know. And did 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 he have CJ Perry with him this weekend? Uh, at GCW? Yeah. No, he came out alone. And that's another thing that's cool, too. I, I know that there was one event he was at, and she was with him, which I think is really, really cool. So, <laughs> again, that's just something for me that I think is cool that we get with AEW. Is again, they're, they're getting to wrestle with all these different companies and getting to help be, getting to help make the wrestling business stronger. And so, for me, like I said, I don't see him... Again, I, I get that he wants, he wants to be with Charlotte. I get that. But I really hope that he, he looks at the crowd reaction he's getting. And I hope if Tony Khan keeps giving him time on television, that he considers staying with with AEW. Because I do think that he's, like you said, too, Leroy, you know, getting to go cook in these different companies, getting to go wrestle in CMML, giving back to where he got he started. Um, you know, and the, the fans, the fans are the fans are giving him the love that, he, that he's wanted. So, again, I hope that he considers staying with AEW. Um the promo battle between we got with the Golden Jets, Ricky Starks, and Big Bill. Um, I thought I thought that Big Bill. I thought I thought I honestly I thought I thought Adam. I thought that Ricky. I thought that um, Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho weren't at their best. Um, but again, I think Ricky Starks owned that promo. For me, again, to you listening to this, um, this is again. If I'm Tony Khan, I'm, I, after this promo, I'm going to go back and I'm going to try to go with Ricky Starks and be like, "Look, dude, I want to sign you to a ten-year extension. Um, I want to, you know, I'll give you a world title reign. You know, what do we need to do to make Ricky Starks happy? Because you know, there's been these rumblings online that Ricky Starks might be looking at the greener pastures at WWE. And again, that's another one that I want to see him stay in AEW because he's he's good on the mic and they need guys like that. And for me, it's like. This, to me, I'm like seeing this transition of these guys, you know, lose again. He held his own and he didn't hold back and he won the promo with those guys. And he's elevated Big Bill and he's finally given Big Bill a a, 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 a purpose, you know. And again, um, kudos and again, kudos to Chris Jericho for not going after the cheap, you know, rock comparison for Ricky, like comparing him against Enzo instead. Again, I think that was kind of it is what it is. Um, do you guys have any thoughts about that at all? Yeah, can I pose a question related to your sure, yeah, absolutely. 10 years? Uh, what percentage chance is AEW still here? You're saying 10 year contract. <laughs> if you say, if you sign, yeah. if you're guaranteeing a money for 10 years, you're guaranteeing that the, the promotion will be here for 10 years. I think it will be, honestly. Okay. But just do you want to put a number on it percentage wise? Yeah, I'll say 80%. Okay. I, I'd come in a little bit lower than that, but that, that I can't say that 
I know one where it's not a hundred or it's not a zero in my mind. So I don't, I don't know. Well, and again, and again, for me, I, and again, cause I want to be optimistic in here because I don't want it. Cause if AEW went away, I, I wouldn't want to see what that does to the wrestling business. Right. Um, I, I'm on the problem but for me. So more than 50, but less than 80. So. <laughs> yeah. And for me, like I just, cause I, I do think that Warner Brothers discovery um, owns, I think they do own part of AEW. I think they got, I, I believe the, what I've I mean, seen 30% thing. Tony, Tony Khan says the opposite, but okay, go ahead. Well, I think, I, I feel like, I feel like, I thought they've asked him this question and he, and he won't, he won't confirm or deny it. So I thought at one point what, he, at least, he had a hundred percent and that that was not, he said he, I think he says he has, he, he, he has 100% of the decision making oh, is what okay. it is. Yeah. I, I don't know. I did. I just so, read it. I didn't watch so, okay. Yeah. So, because I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I mean, I, I watch a lot of other wrestling podcasts throughout the week and stuff like that. Yeah, like, you might know. I listen to them too when I'm at work. Better than and me, and, yeah. and yeah, and then again, and and it's, and, it's, they, and again, he won't confirm, but he won't, he won't outright deny it. And that's what they've said already. Is that part of it? Is that they? Is that Warner? And again, it might be also it could be that they have a they have a chance to invest in it. I mean, who knows? But there's right. But yeah, that's no, been the rumors that I've heard, and I've, and I've heard it from multiple sources. And, I, and again, the one guy I really like is Andrew Zarian a lot. And he's even said it, you know, and he and he has a lot of sources with them. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, it's possible. With Warner Discovery. I, I, my, my thought process was, okay, <laughs> we know if something happened to Vince, WWE just keeps on rolling. That's not a question. Correct. If something yeah. happens to Tony, is it here in 10 years? And I agree with you that there's less than a 20% chance of Tony being struck by lightning. So you know, chances are Tony will be here in 10 years. And so that's why I'm saying it's probable that AEW will be here in 10 years. Um, but I'm not convinced that if something unfortunate happened to Tony today, that 10 years from now, AEW is still here. And that's, and that's a good, I mean, I never thought of it. I never looked at it like that, but yeah, if it's one man who owns the company, it's that's all what the money I'm saying. Is, is that if AEW is yeah. losing money and it's Tony Khan's money and he's okay with that, then we can go on for another decade. If it's not Tony Khan running it, and he's not, and, and the person who is running it is not okay with losing money because they don't have Tony Khan kind of money, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, but then so the one thing that I think, I think and again we talked, so if this if this next TV contract is anything close to what what they say it could be or could potentially be, even if he gets half, let's say they get half of what WWE gets for their product, I don't think it's for, half. for all their okay, content. Go ahead. They'll be in the black. Okay. Yeah. Honestly, if if they're around in 10 years, they'll be profitable in 10 years is, is my prediction. Yeah, yeah for sure. So yeah. I'm, I'm saying I, I, I'm not going as high as 80%, but I think it's probable that AEW is profitable a decade from now. Yeah, so I mean, even if it's five years, you know, then give a give, give make sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't know exactly when yeah. the break even point is, but yeah. they're, they're not going to do such a shit job of running it for it in the red for 10 years that, that, you know, 10, it's just, it, I mean, that's, that's enough time to figure it out. For sure. Like if I was like, again, if I'm going to come there, uh, like I'm looking at like an MJF, a Swerve Strickland, a, a you know, a Ricky Starks, uh, Ethan Page, like I'm gonna look at these, like a Darby Allen again. Darby's not gonna go anywhere, so he already has him. But I'm looking at these guys. These are the guys that I'm gonna have. If, if I'm gonna be around for ten years, I'm gonna have them in ten years, you know. And so again, these are those are the guys that I would make happy, you know, and try to make sure that you okay, you know, I don't want you going to WWE. I want to make sure that you're 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 gonna be here and you're gonna be part of our foundation, you know. 
Yeah, I'm not even as worried about that as, like I said, I mean, there, you, you know, who, who knows what the kind of succession plan there would be for the business. Like, there's there's a whole bunch of things I don't know. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm not looking at it from the standpoint of there's one talent that's make or break for the company. I don't think there is. No, I don't, you know, but the same, but they're also, I think they're at a point where it's like they're, for them, it's their superstars who are going to make the company where WWE could lose anybody except for like probably Roman Reigns, you know, even like that. I they, think they could be okay. Roman Reigns. They could lose, yeah, yeah, they could lose anybody because it's, it's about the yeah. brand more than it is. And AEW is not at that yeah. point yet. Yeah. 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 So that's where I feel like they got to keep those, got to keep certain guys around. Um, so from there, I just think, again, speaking of that, see, so you just had, again, Ruby, Riho defeated Ruby Soho. <laughs> and again, Ruby was just on was just on t- was just online talking about how she sees AEW as her home and she doesn't want to go anywhere. And again, and I love that for her. Um, but then she goes and loses another match to Riho. And again, for me, I just to me, it's just, I just want the better booking for the women division. I mean, it's like one of those things where it's like it's the same thing. Somebody comes back, they win a match, and now they're going to be given a title shot. And for me, I just I want to see the women sticking around better, and I want to see better better booking for the women, but. Again, it's about. I feel like it's a broken record at this point. Um, you have any thoughts about that match? I mean, I, I mean, the, the match, like I said, most most of the in ring action was good. Um, I I didn't think that there was any match of the year candidate, but you know, the the women's match was also good. And uh, just my same thoughts on booking the women the same way I would book the men. Like we've had what Riho be the three-time champion and Tony like just trading the belts and and you know one woman one wins one week and then another win, woman wins another week. At least I would have booked some sort of dominant uh, uh, champion for you know a long, especially with COVID. Um, establish uh, somebody as uh, you know, kind of being the face of the division because I, I don't know who that person is, and I like Tony Storm, so I'm fine with her being the champion. But why do we have multiple short title reigns instead of one or two long ones? And for me too, like, and again, if, and again, if this, and if, again, if it starts with Tony Storm be right being back, no problem, if, they, and it starts, if it starts with Tony Storm being the champion. Who was you know is going to start? We you know we're better story. Uh, but again, for me, I just want like to see these women book more consistently. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm tired of seeing Ruby Soho losing all the time because I think that she's a good talent. I do want to see her get a win, but for me, it's just again to like it's just a typical. Rio's been gone for six months or five months, and now she comes back. She's going to win one match against Ruby, and now she's going to be given a title match against Tony Storm. Where I just wish we were seeing the women book their long consistently. I think the one thing Tony Khan should consider doing, excuse me for one second. And I think he should try to, maybe he should bring back the rankings. Maybe bringing back the the rankings would keep him more accountable. Because I think that he's kind of lost, ever since they got rid of the rankings, he kind of lost himself. And I think if they have the rankings back, maybe that'd help with his booking. But I just want to see better for the overall women's division. Again, Nothing. there's nothing wrong with this match. I just, I just wish I felt more invested in it. And I am invested in the fact that I really like Ruby Soho, but at the same time, it's not. I just, I just, it's, it's, we've seen this over and over and over and over and over again. It's like a cookie cutter way of booking the women's division, and I'm just looking for something different and better. <coughs> Would it be better if the women had a standalone show? Um, 
I don't, I don't like that because for me, I think the women have a standalone show. Then you, then you have, then you have an opportunity to tell the fans, okay, put your money where your mouth is, right? right. So then let's say they're going to say we're going to book three, we're going to book three women's matches on on Rampage every week, and we're going to give one men's, even if it's on a bad night. Then, then at least you have, you can tell the fans to like put your money where your mouth is, you know. But at the same time, it's just I don't think, but honestly, I, I, so I think that would be good to see if the fans show up to support it. But at the same time, until they get the storylines down, like we just talked, we were talking about earlier, like not even having a promo for Christian today and Adam Copeland and for like and for Nick Wayne's wife, Nick Wayne's mom. After they just had this big storyline, just it just goes to show, like again, where he's putting too much emphasis on the in-ring action and enough, not enough emphasis on the storylines. And again, it's like, and they got they maybe they were doing too much of the WWE storyline a little bit, and he's trying to like, and it's already been stated he's trying to go back to more of the New Japan style. But at the same time. You need to have, you need to have some, you need to have a balance. You know, there's, there, there you need to have time for promos and, and let things and let things breathe and keep things going instead of like letting something just go cold for a week. You know, and that's so I, again, unless so unless there's gonna be better, there's no point in having an all women show if there's gonna just be three matches thrown together with no storyline to them. So that's where I that's where I stand on that. So it makes sense. <coughs> So the next match we had was um, we got Roos defeating um, Jay Lethal. Again, nothing exciting on this match. Jay Lethal hasn't won a match. The one thing I'm looking for out of this, and again, it's not that I, I love Jeff Jarrett and those guys, but again, Jeff Jarrett's job is he's the head of he's the head of, of live events, and so me like um, Jeff, I need you to be off TV for six months, and as much as I find you entertaining. But I need you to focus, get this love event thing going. I, I need, I need you to to focus on that more, because I think when when you see you know all these empty arenas and stuff like that, and, and you're not seeing a good a good marketing thing, and you're you're giving time to them on TV, I feel like that's going to just open up for criticism. The one thing I'm hoping to come out of all these losses for Jay Lethal is I hope that we see him leave Jeff Jarrett and kind of go on his own, um, and maybe we get we get a more focused Jay Lethal instead of the more comedy side of things. And again, it's not that I don't enjoy his I enjoy their comedy stuff, but I'm just looking to see a more a Jay Lethal who actually has a purpose, who I can actually believe is going to win a match instead of just thinking he's a, he's a, he's a glorified jobber. Do you have any thoughts about that one? Uh, no, I mean, I, I, I like Jay Lethal. Um, I didn't watch uh, Ric Flair's final match. Uh, I enjoyed him doing the strut tonight, even though I had the uh, sound down. And uh, yeah. yeah, no, I, I, I've always been a fan of Jay Lethal. Just the one thing I hope for is, is that Ric Flair does not do a match in AEW. And, you know, if, if you want to do a Nature Boy Jay Lethal segment the way they did the woo off in TNA. I'm fine with that, but please keep Rick Flair out of the ring. I mean, and again, for me, like we talked about this on a Sunday show when you weren't around. For me, it's just they're having to whore themselves out too much for Rick Flair. And, and again, I get that. I get that it's it's, it's free because you're getting all this money from woo, from his Woo Energy drink. But when you're having to display the, the you're having to display the logo all during the show, and I and I just keep seeing it. Every time I, I just see that big logo on their Titan Tron, I just think it's not worth it. It's not. It's not. It's not worth what you're giving for the free money, for 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 what you're getting back on in the investment. I like. I'm with you. I don't want to see the match. Yeah, no, I, I don't. Um, the 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 signage. You know, I, I don't know how much money they're getting out of that. So that's none of my business. 
Uh, I'm just basically like, whatever. It's basically covering his contract. Okay. But to me, for a question, for somebody, paid, but he's getting for paid somebody, in advertisements through the woo. Well, because the, the company, the company that's paying, they so it's kind of like they're getting. It's like a, like it's like the same as the Slim Jim thing. So if whatever money they're giving, <clears throat> let's say seven hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. Let's just um, that's just another I'm throwing out there. They're getting that for they're they're paying all that for the average for all the advertisement and the money just being used to pay for Rick Flair's salary. Oh, okay, I got you. I got you. All right. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't have a take one, especially if we're not the the. I'm not I'm not seeing any of that money, so it's it's none of my business. But um, yeah, so. and for me, I just don't think Sting needs this. I don't. I just think I think it's taken away from Sting. It's people are talking negatively on it. It's like I just don't. None of that negativity needs to be needs to be surrounding the Sting's last run, you know. And that's another thing too. I, I mean, again, if Sting if Sting was there for the fans tonight. That's cool, but seeing that beauty that winter is coming, and then you didn't have him at the, you didn't have him at the last one. That was a big miss too. And again, for me, having one one last match so we could get Sting showing up at the thing where he started in AEW, and getting to have that, and getting to have that Christian Cage, you know, um, Darby Allen's mom promo would have just made all the sense in the world to me. Um, and so from there, we had JY defeating Mark Briscoe. Again, nothing new here. Again. Mark, Mark, and Mark and Jay Lethal are those guys that are put in this tournament to take this, at least this this bracket to take losses. Um, and we'll talk more about what Mark Briscoe will be doing this Friday. Um, but it was an entertaining match. But again, I know who's going to win. So, do you have any thoughts about that one? Sorry, I had to keep uh, unmute uh, to get out of the post. I was trying to. Um, yeah, I, I'm. I I do want to see uh, Briscoe. I mean, Briscoe's in the. Uh, I, I I don't uh, haven't seen any odds for the uh, ROH uh, final battle, um, but um, yeah, I, I like uh, I was a fan of the Briscoe brothers, and I want to see the the singles uh, career uh, be pushed uh, better than it is. Um, but yeah, that that's just where I'm at. And then, so then everything too talking about the, the the television time. So you again, you were advertising that you're gonna have the Von Erics on the show all week too, and then all they get was a little backstage statement for like thirty seconds. And then Orange Cassidy walks up, "Hey, I have a match. I need partners. You'll be my partners, okay?" Like you're again, you're promoting them all week in Dallas. You know they should they should. I mean, they'll probably get to come out on Rampage, but to me, if you're promoting them being part of the show, they should have an in ring statement on Dynamite too. Um, nit again, nitpicking. <laughs> And then the main event of the show, we had John Moxley defeating Swerve. Um, again, again, I was surprised by this because I, I totally thought it was going to be a countout because, to me, um, having Swerve, I mean, to me again, to, again, again, I guess, I guess John Moxley can lose next week and Swerve can win, and I guess they'd be tied. I don't know how all that's going to go into it, but to me, with just having John win this match, just it kind of feels like next week's matches don't matter. And again, I guess they do. Cause I guess if there is a tie, even though we don't know if the tie, if again, to me, if there's a tie, I think the winner goes, it would go to John Moxley because he defeated Swerve. But again, we don't know all the rules of that yet. So again, it just kind of surprised me. And again, I love John Moxley. And again, maybe, and again, to me, I just think maybe this is part of Swerve's store origin story of getting to become the the badass, you know, main event star because he's going to realize I should have been the guy to hook the trunk instead of John Moxley. Um, but yeah, so we had John Moxley defeating Swerve. Um, 
again, I, I get it. Cause I, I, again, I think we're getting John Moxley versus Eddie for the, for the, for the title. And again, that's a great story. Um, but again, I wish there was more built to that. And again, for me, I want to see Swerve be AEW champion. I don't want to see him be this champion. Um, so I guess I'm, I'm okay with the outcome. Do you have any thoughts about that one? Yeah, I had, I mean, like I said, John Moxley was my pick to come out of that gold group from the beginning. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna spend any time thinking about the tie breaking procedures or anything like that. I just, from my perspective, that's a main event talent and oh swerve i'd like to see be the uh, first person of color as the AEW champion and I, I would be uh you know as, as much as i want to see fewer overall title changes uh at least one of the uh first however many AEW world champions i'd like to see be a person of color and just really quick i want to recognize people in the room so we have our other co-host john who again, happy birthday to John and Sarah's mom. Oh, happy um, birthday. Again, Sarah's here as well. Yeah, too. They were out celebrating her birthday today. I just want to recommend, recognize them both being in the room right now. I also want to thank uh, Chris and Catherine for joining us today. If any of you guys want the mic, you guys can request it again. But um, yes, again, thank you guys for showing Again, you guys support us consistently. And I just thank you guys all for joining and listening to this. Um, and then, so again, the end of the show is starts with Hangman getting attacked with the by the Devil's Henchmen, again getting put through the glass, the glass uh, windshield. Again, makes makes me think about Sam Punk and Jungle Boy. Um, but yeah, so and again, it, and again, it shows that it obviously wasn't Hangman that attacked attacked him, attacked MJF. But again, it could be again. But who do you think the devil is, Chris? You have, you have, you have a take? Please, how much? I, I thought I'd, I had tapped out on that question. <laughs> what, what, what have I got to do to recuse myself from further being asked? Just say no. I don't want to answer. Yeah, it. I don't. I, I plead the fifth. <laughs> All right. And again, for me, I'm so. Again, for me, if if I'm the booker with this, I'm MGS the devil. And again, I'm gonna use, I'm gonna utilize Ric Flair to make him the best. I'm gonna utilize Ric Flair to be his manager. And be whispering in his ear, and and to make him, you know, the dirtiest player in the game, and give him that moniker. That's my booking high book it. Just have MGF making making everybody look like an idiot. Um, go ahead. No, I was gonna say if you were gonna have Ric Flair go out on his back during his last match, the new dirtiest player in the game, MJF, would have been a, a good way to, you know. Obviously, it was an independent show for Ric Flair's last match. Uh, but if you were to book it within the AEW universe uh, as a singles match, that 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 would have been my opponent. Leave the but again, again, again I wouldn't mind it. Yeah, but again, for me, I wouldn't mind it being like now again. He's just have, again, Ric Flair's not the wrestle, but again. Oh, please don't. I didn't want to laugh. Yeah, please no, please yeah. no. We don't. We don't need. We don't need more senior yeah, abuse. Exactly. You know. Um, but for me, it's just one of those things where, again, if the way I would, again, make chicken out of chicken shit, you know, making chicken salad, let's say making chicken salad, chicken shit. Like, to me, make MJF the devil, have Ric Flair be his manager, give, you know, making, you know, again, this is how you, this is how I you don't even think I want to see Ric Flair but, manage. You don't really? Yeah, okay. Sorry, I mean, <coughs> yeah, I mean, you know how much I love Ric Flair, but, uh, I, 
And I get, yeah, again, you almost, I'm afraid of me because it wasn't on my mom's no, no. <laughs> Obviously, I should be unfriended for many things many times over before then. But the idea of John Cena being the GOAT, I mean, come on, what are we doing here? 1983, Ric Flair expanded the business. 1984, I'd say almost until 1997, Hulkamania runs wild. I'm not a personally a fan of Terry, but okay, he, he he gets another spot on Mount Rushmore. 98, 99, until he steps away for a little bit. Austin is the top draw. That's your number one guy. That's three spots on Mount Rushmore, even if I'm not doing the whole person of color inclusion uh, rock thing, because you can't really call him a full-time wrestler since SummerSlam 2002. He drops the title to Brock. I'm still going to give a spot to, to rock on that on Mount Rushmore. Any of those four people, you, you're, you're, and, and you're telling me that John Cena is the GOAT. Never mind even going back to Antonio Inoki, Bruno San Martino, Luthez, you know, Frank Gotch, the, the GOAT. No, for me, it just shows him on my I never said he's the greatest. You said the GOAT. That's the greatest. Okay, all right. Well, I, have to re- I, don't, I, I think it's Hogan, honestly. If I, as much as I, 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 I dislike Hogan, but you could at least it look. Is. And, I, and I know 84 to 97, he steps away a few times. But yeah. but 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 I I think that that, that it's a defendable position to say I, I prefer Randy Macho Man Savage to 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 Terry and and so I'm not gonna say that my favorite was better than the guy that was pushed to the top but it's at least a a, a defensible position. Um, so. Yeah, I mean the reality is none of this is here without Hogan. So to me, Hogan is the greatest of all time. But okay, I just, but, but, John, but, I just but, put John Cena on my mark. But, but was in in nineteen eighty three, Ric Flair was bigger than Hogan. So you know, obviously there's a lot. I mean, again, Frank Gotch would be my. You know, for more than a century ago, I wasn't here. Uh, but that would be my first goat. And uh, then, if you want to say that other people like Flair or Hogan surpassed him. I mean, Hogan says that Ric Flair was a better champion, so I'll, I'll take Hogan's, you know, saying that uh, Ric Flair would be number one. Gotcha. All right, fair enough. Do you have anything else about Dynamite? No, Dynamite, like I said, decent in-ring action. Um, probably some storylines that you could have at least done a 30-second, you know, little reminder on just to keep the storyline fresh. Um, but I, I get that, you know, live wrestling is, is always better than taped, uh, you know, commercials or, or little promo pieces. Um, yeah. The, oh, uh, talking about the, the Von Eric thing. Um, they're not good on the mic. I, I just wanted to throw that out there as much as I love the Von Eric story. I'm looking forward to seeing the movie. Um, there's uh, a lot, uh, I mean, the whole thing about hiding the, the injury to the leg and, and I mean, there, there's so much material there and, um, it, it, it there, there's a lot of sad story, uh, as well. So I'm, I'm interested to see how the movie treatment of it is. Um, but, um, but yeah, the, the, the little backstage segments where Danhausen is stepping on 
some rather uncharismatic. If you don't know who the Von Erichs are, I'm not sure that that was the proper way to introduce them to a new audience. But for me, like again, again, like and again, like if you're saying like, they have no promos, but at the same time, their their dad is a good promo. But for me, that's just the way you advertise. If you're going to advertise them on the show, I don't think you just have them on a little bad segment where they get interrupted within 20 seconds. That's right, right. That's what I'm saying. You know? It's more of a Danhausen segment yeah. than it was. It didn't do <laughs> and, um, yeah, in Orange over. Cassidy. Yeah, you, you know, no, exactly. Play their music, have them come out to a Texas audience, and and you know, at least have the audience kind of carry some energy for the segment. Yeah, and again, you could add MJF there because he's in the movie with them, you know. Well, but again, to me, like, for me, rampage. Okay. We, we, just... Yeah, he plays. He plays. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, he plays Lance von Eric. He plays Lance oh, von Eric, the the fake von Eric. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was going to see it. He's, and he's actually a producer. Okay. Now he's and he's actually a producer. He's, he's actually a producer on the film hmm. too. So cause he got he gets producer credits. I guess. And they said it's because him and Chavo were they were just given a lot of a lot of the um, insight into the wrestling, how to do the wrestling and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. But, but rumor is a lot of his, a lot of his, a lot of his scenes might be getting cut. So again, we we'll have to look for the the, the unrated version to come out eventually. But right. <laughs> he looks funny in his wig. Okay. I'm, I'm so because you're the only person, because you're you're the only person here with me talking right now. So do you want to talk about WWE Raw at all, or do you want to skip the CM Punk thing and just talk about Ring of Honor? I'll, I'll get like, yeah. So my DVR, choice. I didn't pick up the first hour of Raw. Um, so I, I I can't tell you what what that was about. I assumed once Randy Orton went to SmackDown uh, that we were getting uh, uh, Punk on Raw just to fifty fifty. That oh, so you so you didn't see the you didn't see the promo between him and Seth Rollins? Huh? Uh, you didn't see his promo with Seth Rollins? I, I think that there, I'm not sure because that was second hour. Huh? Was that in the second hour? It was yeah, the second yeah, hour. So that I think happened. I saw some. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Is is that I I I. I, I haven't given any thought to what is going to be on what night of WrestleMania because I just started to. The reason it took me a second to come back into the space was I'm trying to think of four women's matches uh, for your. Yeah, oh, for you, had, you had a good tweet there, and I didn't have a immediate. Thank answer. you. Yeah. Now, for for once, going to actually put some thought into what I say on Twitter, as opposed to my normal X spamming. Attack quantity over quality. Oh. Uh, but I, I love, but I love how you have so many, just so many already answers from the past or gifts. Like I, I love, I can like the way you roll. no attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> <It's>, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's no way I'm just spamming gifts here. Don't, don't, don't. don't. All, yeah. all of these are like my very first tweet, handcrafted, artisanal. Um, no. So, gotcha. So, uh, so, so where, where, where are they heading? They're heading towards. Uh, Punk and uh, Rollins uh, for the Raw title. Yeah, they pretty much. So they pretty much. Yeah, so they. Yeah, they pretty much had. Yes. So Seth. So Sam Punk came out, and uh, you know, of course, he said he's in a sign. He's in a sign with WWE Raw, Raw, and he's talking. And then Seth Rollins came out and just laid into him and told him pretty much, "I hate you. I think you're bad for the business. I can't. I can't wait for when you're exposed. Mm -hmm. And you know, you're not gonna be here, you know, you're this isn't your home, you left this place. I mean it was good, man. Yeah, but you gotta watch it. Yeah, it was yeah. it definitely had it definitely had me saying stole Cold Steve Austin Who. Like that's you know, and, and again I think and he declared for the Royal Rumble. So having what? again two guys in the Rumble trying to finish their story is a cool thing. So again, it just I think we're eating good with WWE right now. And again, it was a watch it and again we can always we can always again if you join us Sunday or again we can talk about it another time, but um very well done. Gotcha. Yeah. And again, and it, 
and it was one of those things where um, they like, kind of, I think they feel like they let Seth Rollins speak a lot of truth since CM Punk took it, but he also handled it well. And he he told <coughs> in the end he told Rollins um, that's the one chance you get. He told Rollins that's the one chance you get to disrespect me. That's it. Mm. But it was good. I mean, I think it's good because the thing that I, that I'm appreciating right now is that the fans want to cheer for CM Punk. And so if they want to cheer for him and they want to be a babyface, I like that, I like that they're letting it happen, even though eventually I hope he's going to turn heel. And for me, too, I think the thing, the thing, the thing that fans need to realize is besides his cash-in, which I was there for, so Seth Rollins has never main event into WrestleMania either. You know, and again, I don't I don't really count cash coming in to cash-in as, as a main, yeah, as yeah, game no, main I, event. I, I agree with that. <clears throat> so for me, look at this match here. Look at what Seth Rollins has done. And to me... Let this match main event night one, and again, if, and again, you're finally getting to see a punk to get to get Seth Rollins his first main event of WrestleMania. I'm I'm here for it, mm-hmm. and, and and with all respect, with all respect to to Rhea and Becky, um, you know, I again, I think this again, this should be the main event of WrestleMania. Sean Ross had made a, a cool comment to me on, okay, on his show today. If, was, if Roman, I assume Roman is defending his his belt at Mania. Correct. That'll be night two. Okay, so you're giving two men's nights. Yes. Okay. That's. Uh, I mean, it, I'm not saying you're right or wrong on that. Just in terms of, again, gender equity. I, I was thinking you do women one night and men the other night. And again, again, I don't know about that either. But to me, it's like one of those things where I feel like when the, when those times where CM Punk was 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 griping. I think he had a I think he had a valid valid gripe that he should have been in the main event of WrestleMania when he was a champion. So I think for this one, I think this is the last year, okay, where it's like where, where you okay, even like that, if you're and again, if they're gonna bring back Stone Cold and fight CM Punk, then they have Rollins and, and Punk be the match. There's so many ways they can go, and I think that's a good thing. And again, even if if Rock coming back to fight to fight Roman, I think it should be Randy taking the belt off of Roman at Royal Rumble. We can talk about all that more later on. Sure. Um but to, but to me, like let WrestleMania 40 be the last chance for you guys. So tell so tell Austin, tell The Rock again. This is this is the 40th anniversary of WrestleMania. Let them throw. Okay, this is gonna be, again. This is gonna be the last time we're gonna let you guys come back. So if you guys want to come back and do these matches, oh, this you, one you, last year. Carlos, that's not how wrestling works. When The Rock, I know, I know, they'll be showing up at WrestleMania, <laughs> yeah. right? But for me, like, but he doesn't mean he has to wrestle. But for me, like, let's let like we're gonna do this one last thing for these part timers. Then it's time to let other guys like your Brock Lesnar's, your AJ Styles, your your Bobby Lashley's. Let those guys kind of be the guys who get to come back more for WrestleMania season and have them. It's time to have a, you know, what I'm saying it has time to have it's time to have a change in the guard of the guys who you bring back, you know, for WrestleMania season, and let these other guys, you know, have those spotlights more, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, so I mean, again, so again, we we talk about more on Sunday and again with the team, but again, it was just really well done. Um, again, as much as I think CM Punk and, and Austin would be a great match, I really want to see this match now because. They both did a remarkable job on the promo, and again, I'm sold on this match. I think it's. I think it should be the. I think it should be the main event of Night One of WrestleMania. Um, and again, Seth Rollins never had the main event, and, and again, CM Punk never has either. So I think it's time for them to, to make it and get it done. That's my personal opinion. All right, so let's talk a little bit about about um, Ring of Honor Final Battle. I have the matches down, and then you can kind of give your thoughts if you want. So. 
Final battles happening this Friday again. It is it's it's free if if, if you have Honor Club, it, you get it as part of Honor Club, which is ten dollars a month. So again, if you if you're somebody listening and you don't have Honor Club, now be a good time to try it for one <coughs> for one month for ten dollars. You get a pay per view. Um, so the main event is going to be Athena defe- defending her Ring of Honor Women's Title against Billy Stark. Um, for this matchup, I think I hope that it, I hope that Billy Stark wins, and then I think from here we see Athena. I hope Athena gets to go to be utilized better. But at the same time, if they're not going to utilize Athena the way she should be, as, as give her the same kind of television time she's been given with Ring of Honor, I'd be okay with her keeping the title and just staying in Ring of Honor. What are your thoughts about this one? Or do you have any? Uh, yeah, I like both women. I don't have a pick. All right. So the next matchup we have is a special attraction match. So the, the Blackpool Combat Club. Um, so it's going to be John Moxley actually, and, and Brian Danielson and Claudio versus FTR and Mark Briscoe. Um, again, for me, I think this is the match where FTR and Mark Briscoe have to go over to honor his brother. Um, your thoughts about this one? Uh, yeah. I, I, again, I haven't given any thought to how they uh, look those things, but it's ROH, so yeah, I, I did give Briscoe uh, the, uh, the the W there. Especially, the next... he jobbed him out tonight. So yeah, exactly. But in this whole, not just that, the whole tournament. Yeah, um, yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Is that this yeah. singles push has not been commensurate with what I would have given him, but I assume that in ROH you can have some fun and, and give him a big win over some big name BCC opponents there. For sure. And so, and again, and so for the next matchup we have, so it's the survival of the fittest TV title eliminator match. Um, so the current guys listed are Kyle Fletcher, um, Dalton Castle, Lee Moriarty and, and Lee Johnson. Um, for me, I just think the wrong guys are in this match. Um, they they beat they beat jobbers to get into to get to get qualified in this match and so for me, I just feel like Samoa Joe did such an amazing job with this title and and now I feel like it's just been thrown in the trash. I mean, <laughs> that's how I feel. I mean, it's it's too equivalent just because I don't I don't feel like the right competitors are in this match. I mean, I think like Lee Moriarty beat beat um God, I forget his name. He was the ex. He was ex, he was the old Ring of Honor TV champion. And I, just, I had his name and I just forgot it, but he hasn't even won a match on, on Tony Khan's ROH yet. But he was given a title shot. Like Kyle Fletcher beat Gravity, who was a glorified job. I just wasn't impressed with this. <clears throat> to me, the other guys that are in these other matches should have been in this in this top, in this tournament. It's just to me, there should have been bigger names in this. Um, but there's gonna there's gonna be a surprise entry in this tournament, and I think whoever is a surprise is gonna win this match. Do you have any thoughts? Uh no, I'm not even. Right. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not following ROH. Pro, I I haven't watched any ROH. So, so okay. So I'll I just get the rest of these matches really quick. Yeah, to go over. And well, uh, he's not in the match. He's uh, not even in the match. That's no, no, again, no. I'm, that's just, again, I'm, I'm, I'm just yeah. giving you the two. Oh yeah. The, 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 now you know. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll I'll let you say all the the things. I only have two picks. That's just what. That's so next, nice. let's go. Ethan Page versus Tony. Yeah, so yeah, there you go. Yeah, again, <laughs> Ethan Page should win this match. And then yeah. again, I, I like Tony Nese too. Again. <laughs> I think he's somebody who hasn't been utilized correctly. I like to see him get this match. Again, he was an amazing, you know, 205 live champion on WWE. He's let me touch his abs, so I'm a big fan of Tony Nese. Um, <laughs> but I, I think Ethan Page wins this match, definitely. 
The next match we have is Shane Taylor versus Keith Lee. Again, this is a good this is a good match, but again, it just I wish it was given the proper time, but I think Keith Lee's gonna win this yeah. match. I, I think we're agreeing on yeah. Yeah. But then a match that was just added today is the for the triple title. So Ellie Hill David Kingo is gonna be defending against Black Taurus. I don't I mean again, Ellie Hill David Kingo is gonna win this match. Um any thoughts about that one? No? No thoughts whatsoever. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I think for me, the thing that I'm excited about this matchup is that I think it's because again, I think it's really cool that that AEWROH is it's a it's a it's a it's a place where we're getting to see CMLL come in and and AAA. So the fact that they're getting to balance the, those two, getting to work with those two companies, I just think I just think it's a I think it's a good spot for the wrestling business. So, um, but again, I'm again I'm dealing with the cold guys, so I'm going to cut this episode kind of short this week. Um, do you have any other thoughts, Chris? Uh, no, I, I never have any thoughts. I try and avoid thoughts at all costs. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, again, a quick hello to Christopher. He really jo- he came in and joined us right now. Christopher, thanks for coming in. Yeah, um, Christopher. If you want to get so you want to talk real quick, you can. If not, I'm going to be ending the show here pretty soon. Um, but again, I just think it's a fun it's a fun time for wrestling. I'm looking for again. I know Ring of Honor is going to be fun this Friday. I'll watch it when I get off work. Um, but for me, I just I just wish that there was more balance to this. Um, I'm looking forward to what TNA is going to be doing in the future. Um, they just they just signed Kushida to a contract. Their 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 show that was on TV last week, which was a collaboration with AAA, was really fun. So again, I just think it's an exciting time for the wrestling business. Um, I was giving some inside information about some other things that are going on that I'm not going to talk about because I gotta respect the person who told me this. But 2024 is going to be a fun wrestling year. Um, Again, again, thank you for everyone who joined us. Again, shout out to John and, and Sarah who are both listening right now. Christopher who just came in and joined us. Um, I want to thank Chris Haas for joining us today. Um, and just be looking out. We're, I think we're, we're going to be doing a prediction show um, coming up for our predictions for 2024. Again, again, kind of give our five predictions and one um, kind of one out of their predictions. Again, so if you guys want to think about that, so you want to join us with that, feel free to. Um, but again, it's going to be a fun time for wrestling. And I guess with that, it's over. Over. Did you say over? Nothing is over until we decide. Was it over in the Germans' bomb Pearl Harbor? The Germans? 